Hi everyone, this is Manak Muhammad, and we are here listening to an episode of my podcast. So ever since I could remember, I've had this passion for public speaking, asking questions, and expressing myself. I've also always been very intrigued and astonished by people's different perspectives and points of views, basically what they have in their heads. And so what better platform than a podcast? Today's episode is going to be pretty laid back, yet personal. Me introducing myself to all of you to create relatable vibes and somewhat of a connection maybe. As you all know, we live in a world based on labels and to live in society based on categories. At times, feeling like you're in a food pyramid, either being solely under proteins or established as the carbs, being accepted as both. I don't know, but I often wonder how things would be if we didn't criticize or judge each other so much, if we promoted more self-love, less insecurity and guilt, more acceptance, and less judgment. I mean, with everything everyone is going through, how about we just cut each other some slack, right? So being a kid coming from a mixed family, and when I say mixed, I mean parents and grandparents who come from the same country, but having different skin colors. And then growing up in Canada and coming as a young adult to pursue life in Libya made me face somewhat of an identity confusion. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. So that brings us to today's personal story. As a young adult who hadn't been to Libya since she was a child, my parents had created a colorful image of what my hometown would be like. And of course, being a child, I let my imagination lead me. For me, Libya was a home with a culture based off of religion, equality, and most importantly, respect. And I mean, of course it still is to an extent, but I thought it was all butterflies and flowers. Hey, I might as well have thrown in the random fairy here and there. But my imaginary bubble didn't float for much longer. The second month of being here after all those years, being abroad, I heard the word Abid for the very first time. I remember the situation as if it were yesterday. I mean, hey, we don't always get to hear our first habits now, do we? A group of girls and I were having a normal conversation about music, musicians. Who would have thought that a random conversation would change my perspective about so many things? The conversation escalated when all of a sudden one of the girls decided she wanted to talk about Michael Jackson. Yep, Michael Joseph Jackson. I got pretty excited. In my head, we were going to name the songs or maybe see which one of us was talented enough to do the moonwalk. But this is what the girl said. Yabnat to Lemma Michael Jackson can. And then she used the term to describe his skin color. And she repeated the word consecutively and emphasized it. And then she decides to conclude her sentence with, I was confused. Was she expressing that he was in the dark and then suddenly he was in the light? Or as she stated, Everything inside of me completely paused. It was the first time I heard the word used in that sort of context in Arabic to refer to someone to describe their skin color. Imagine all the confusion I felt and the humility and the uncomfortness. Most of all, the disappointment I was that kid whose floating balloon 
had just been popped. The worst part was that I wasn't even able to say one word. Even if it wasn't directly referred to me, can you imagine how that affects someone's self-esteem? The first time hearing the word turned into seconds and thirds and fourths and the list will go on and on and on. What bothered me the most was how I froze. I wouldn't say anything, which ended up building so much resentment and frustration. I mean, as I said, going back to my great-grandparents, we're all mixed, and as I love to call it, a box of crayons. And in Montreal, the diversity was like an explosion of popcorn. No, no one gave much thought or attention to skin color, or at least they wouldn't point it out disrespectfully. So I was never prepared to really deal with anything like this. So one day, there was this presentation at university, it was around the time of the revolution. It was a happy day for many people, and speakers were getting up to express situations they had been exposed to. One of the speakers did this amazing job, and his speech was beautiful. But then he paused, and he decided to say, well, we got rid of all, and then he decides to refer to all the dark-skinned people who lived here, using, of course, the term. In that second, all the courage I'd been saving finally decided to make a show. I got up, politely, paused him in front of the large number of students and professors, and I said one sentence, As exposed as I felt, it was one of the most liberating moments of my life. Years have gone by, and my resentment turned into somewhat of an understanding I learned that not all, but many people here have been programmed since they were children that this was the correct way to refer to a darker-skinned person. Being spoon-fed behaviors, thoughts, and definitions, I mean likely this was going to be the result. My resentment turned into a voice, a voice of sense, a voice of approach. I would explain to anyone who would use that term what it meant, how it made others feel, and that they are grown, civil, and educated people who should know better than to label someone based off of something as beautiful as melanin, right? I would explain that every human has a name and an identity. Every human has a name and an identity. At first, I started with the people around me, and it actually worked. I'm very proud because many of them learned how to properly address others who are different, not only when it comes to skin color, but with anything. I don't quite hear people around me use it as much as I used to, but I mean, of course I still do at times. I remember getting very funny justifications, but Malak, my neighbors are dark-skinned. That's a very common response. Or Malak. A black person sat next to me when I was in primary school. I'm not racist. I mean, I know that some people truly aren't racist in themselves, but they use the term without really thinking about it again because that's how they've been programmed. It's been a learning experience of growth, uh, an experience of strength and confidence. You learn with time and situations that it's a matter of understanding Taking the time to recognize why people behave the way they do, why they say what they say, 
and how it was encrypted in their heads in the first place. Then, you start to educate, to lead, and to explain. I made a difference with the people around me, and day by day, we all can. I know that this will never fully be dismissed, and it will take years and years of resetting people's mindset, but if you pause, just pause for one slight second before you speak, and put in mind how much what you are going to say may affect someone psychologically and emotionally before just rushing to label them in terms that have been dismissed since years and years ago, I think maybe, just maybe, you can make a change too. I mean, we can all start somewhere, right? Don't we always talk about wanting to make a difference? Then let's just begin with ourselves. Let us stop labeling and name calling. Let us please diminish stereotypes and racism. Let us embrace each other and respect each other. Some of you may relate to my story. Some of you may not at all, but I believe that we all have different things that mean something to us in life. Hope you enjoyed listening to this first episode. Inshallah, towards the future, I will work towards recording things in Arabic. I also have exciting guests that have had positive impacts on our society who I will interview. I am up for comments, ideas, suggestions, anything positive. And of course, constructive criticism is always welcome. Please share my podcast on your platforms if you enjoyed listening. Let us work together towards raising awareness and targeting anything we believe is important. Au revoir.